This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Hello everyone, my name is Arina Aizal and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast, The Arenality. I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton, and also Coast Access Radio in Horofenua and Kapiti. Hello from Dunedin, and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, hello from New Zealand. So this podcast and radio show, The Arenality, is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. So in this episode... It is still another Arena Reflex episode, considering it is level 2 COVID alert in Dunedin. So I have shifted this podcast series to talk more about well-being, self-care. And there are parts where I talk about my culture because culture is part of everything I do. And you will realize that there will be differences in things that I talk about. And we're all here to share about our differences on this show. So I am hoping that today we can talk about the Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp outage that happened last week. So last week, there was a worldwide outage for Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp for six hours. And if you didn't know what happened, good for you, because you probably don't rely on social media and those applications as part of your daily life. But if there are parts of you that felt anxious or not knowing how to cope with life when the outage happened. I'm hoping that today we'll have a conversation about screen time, digital detox, and how to discipline yourself to have a boundary between you, uh, your inner self, and also the social and digital world. Because that is definitely something I have been doing to myself recently. I've been setting more clear boundaries from myself and my Instagram self, for example. I'm not letting things that I read online affect my inner well-being. And I think it will be really good for us to talk about this on this show because... It's very recent. It just happened last week. And also, after lockdown, I have changed a few of my habits online, which I think I'm ready to talk about today. Social media isn't all bad, especially in this COVID era. They really help with connecting people. And we actually need social media nowadays, especially if you work from home, especially if you are running a business, an online business, and if it's like an online business on Facebook, so you need to communicate with your customers on Facebook. What else? Oh, so if you're like someone like me who has family overseas, 
WhatsApp. It's probably one of the ways you communicate with them because you can't text them. Uh, yes. So let me share what happened on the day of the social media outage because I feel like I don't know. I just want to remember that day because it was. Oh, by the way, this was one of the longest social media outages. I think the last one was like 2011, where I think Facebook was down. But yeah, I read online that. This so far has been one of the longest one, and I have no idea what happened. I'm not gonna go into that because I don't know anything about technology. But if you want to know more about what actually happened, you can do some research. So let's talk about my experience on that day. So I woke up and I didn't get any WhatsApp messages on my phone, so I felt a little sad because <laughs> usually for Malaysia and New Zealand, our time difference is five hours since the、uh, what's that thing daylight savings. So, for example, if I went to sleep at 11 p.m. in Malaysia, it will be 6 p.m. And that's the time when people are still busy. You know, people are usually more at home and relaxed and on their phones, sending messages at night. So, usually in the morning when I wake up, I would get those messages, and I feel like my family.、Um, I can see the things my family does at night.、Um, they usually send photos of my sister playing the piano. You know, things like that. My cat doing funny things. So yeah, I didn't get any messages, but I felt I didn't really feel like. Super sad.、I、just felt like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I didn't know that was like that was like a big thing happening. Um, because we we were asleep and then we woke up, um, with no messages. So I didn't have Facebook and Instagram on my phone, and I will tell you later why that is. But I went to work and turned on my work computer, and usually I would. Click on all the tabs I need for work, and it would be like calendar, emails, Facebook, Instagram, because I needed to know what's happening today.、Um, since working at a radio station, you need to know the latest news, the updates. So I, that's when I realized, oh, okay,、uh, Facebook and Instagram isn't working. And then I realized that there was a international outage for Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. So I was thinking about how I could. Talk to my parents because I did want to check on them whether they're okay. And then I realized, oh, all of us use iPhones, so I we could create a iMessage、um, group chat. So we did. I'm glad that all of us use iPhones so that we actually can communicate. I do have a sibling who doesn't use Apple, so there was actually no way I could communicate with him except through my parents. So that's a very interesting realization, actually, because we don't really have other apps besides Facebook and Instagram to talk to. But yeah, it wasn't really a big deal because it was only six hours. But what if it wasn't six hours, right? <laughs> so yeah, I feel like we definitely have got used to. Life with social media, and there aren't there aren't really other ways of communicating with people who live outside New Zealand for me, because most of my whānau are in Malaysia. 
Yeah, so that was my experience with the national outage.、Uh, I'm interested to know how your experience was like.、Um, it will be different if you have a business, you know, if you have kids, if you have parents who you need to talk to every morning to check on them. It will be very different to some people, and I know that some people took it harder than others, and I think it's okay that it's like that. We shouldn't make fun of people who actually rely on social media because circumstances are different. You know, you might have your whole family living with you under one roof, so you don't really feel that void. But for some people, it might be something that is big for them to handle. And we are all here to understand each other of our life differences and the different paths we choose to take, and. Yeah, so I hope that we're all here with an open mindset. So, I want to talk about digital detox for people out there who feel like they want to create a boundary between themselves and their social world. Because I feel like I have practiced this a lot after lockdown.、Um, It is currently how long ago was lockdown for us? I think it was almost a month ago since we lift lockdown. But I haven't been able to meet up with people properly, like with friends and stuff. And also, I haven't been talking on. Instagram or posting photos on Instagram and Facebook a lot, like last time. Because before this, I think I would do it at least once a week. But now, I feel like I haven't done it for almost a month. Personally, because I feel like I need some space with technology. Because I did a lot of technology during lockdown.、Um, I had to work from home and stuff. Zoom was. Something that was very familiar to me during lockdown, and I like the thought of Zoom now scares me. <laughs> But I'll get used to it. It's just a feeling that I want to step away from, and yeah, which is why I don't have Facebook and Instagram on my phone. Which is why I didn't realize there was a national outage when it happened.、Um, And so I only use Instagram and Facebook on my desktop at work, and also if I really need to check something at home. So, yeah, I do want to talk about some other ways you can have that digital detox, where you are at a point of your life where you feel like this isn't so bad, you know. And you don't end up like mindlessly scrolling through your apps and realizing that it's been two hours of doing that. And for example, during the first lockdown, I was doing a lot of TikTok because everyone was on it, and I was just scrolling, 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 and there wasn't an end to it because. Everyone was creating new content, and the thing about 
those apps, right? There isn't like an end, so you just keep endlessly scrolling, and that's where they get you. Like I once realized that I was scrolling through TikTok for five hours straight without like doing anything else, um, which is which was when I realized like, oh, this is a really big problem, um, because I realized that it was a problem last year. I didn't. It didn't happen to me again this year, so um, I'm glad that I set that boundary. So let's talk about digital detox and how you can mindfully use technology. And by mindfully, I mean like being conscious about it, setting boundaries, knowing your screen time, knowing when to stop when you need to, know realizing when. The things you read online or the things you consume are affecting your well-being when it shouldn't, because you are those things aren't in your physical world. They're not reachable to you. But now, because they are, you need to set that boundary. So, I realized that the apps that you have in your phone are a big influence to your social media usage. So for me, because of iOS 15 recently, they have like a focus mode where you can focus when you can create focus modes for different times of your day, and it only shows the notifications and also the home page which you need during the time. I think I did cover this in. One of the the Arnality episodes. I don't remember which one, but it's one of the recent ones. But I'll repeat it again. So I have a focus mode for my morning routine. So it only has like a a widget of my like yoga flow, for example, and also my morning checklist or anything I need to read in morning, like the weather, and also. There isn't like I don't have emails in my phone or iPad in the morning because I just feel like why would you read your emails the first thing in the morning? You know, you have to take your morning slowly. So yeah, after morning routine, when I catch the bus, it automatically goes into a、uh, work mode. So for work, there are only apps where I. Use during work hours like Google Calendar, emails,、um, notes, and stuff. And then after work, after five thirty, it automatically it automatically changes to evening routine.、Um, as I walk back to work,、uh, as I walk back home,、um, so the apps that I use are. My podcast apps, my music apps,、um, my fitness app because I need it for my walk, and I think up until nine p.m. it changes into night routine. So that's when we have our free hour of power. So we use it to have our、uh, washing,、um, our shower, cook for. Dinner, or cook for our meal prep for ne for the next couple of days.、Um, so that's my night routine basically. And then at twelve a.m., I have sleep mode, which is when only a few p- 
people can contact me. Um, people who I know would contact me if there was an emergency. People who I depend on, basically, and so other people who are not in my emergency list will not be able to contact me from 12 a.m. to 8 a.m. because I don't. I just don't see the need to have them on my um, like allowed to call list, basically. And then up until 7 a.m. the next day, that's when it becomes morning routine again. So I really recommend if you use iOS 15 to look at these new updates because it really helped me as as a phone user. And you can personalize it as you want, like the apps that it shows on your homepage changes, and also uh, you can have specific. Focus for other things, like for example, a fitness focus where it only plays your favorite podcast or your music, or a do not disturb one where it actually sends messages to people who contact you during those hours, saying that you are not available to contact. Yeah, so I feel like that's one of the ways to set those boundaries, right? And it really helped me. Also, one of the ways to have those digital detoxes are unfollowing social media accounts which no longer serve you. I'm not sure if I ever told you this on the Arnality, but there has been a time where I went through my following list and asking myself, like, how much do I care about this media platform or person, to the point where I need to know their updates. And because I did that, it really helps me to realize my values. There are people you care about, but there are also people you care about. But you might not necessarily want them on your homepage every day. So, just making it clear and you know, saying, telling yourself that it's okay that you don't. Want to know everything about them all the time, because because it might help your sanity. So yeah, that is self care. Putting yourself first, putting yourself first, um, and actually think about the content that you want to consume every day. Um, also, your emails. Um, this might be something very like bleh to some people, but. Every day, when you open your email accounts, were there messages where you just archive or you just totally ignore, and it piles up to like a million messages? There are certain times where I do that, and once I realize that, hey, I've never even opened those messages, those emails that I subscribe to, so I might as well just unsubscribe them. You know, I know that it takes a few more steps to. Actually, unsubscribe them. But once you do it, you actually won't get their messages anymore, which saves your、um, email space for things that you actually care about, and also your mental space. Because if it doesn't reach to you, you don't have to think about them, and you have more mental space to think about things that you might actually need and the important things like your bills, right?、Um, so. 
yeah, check your emails, check your social media followings, and that really helped me. And I feel like I try my best to look at how things can help me too. What else? Ha! Huh. After the lockdown, one of the things I practiced was a certain time of the day where I stop using social media. So for me, social media is Facebook and Instagram. Those are like the two ways of getting content from people outside my inner circle. And by inner circle, I mean like WhatsApp and like FaceTime. So I have tried really hard to discipline myself to not use Facebook and Instagram after 6 p.m. every day because I feel like it can wait till tomorrow, you know? I don't need to be informed all the time. And if it was really urgent, it could have been on my WhatsApp or they could have called me. So... Yeah, um, setting that boundary is very important because when I'm at home, I really don't want to have any outside influence on me because home time is a time where I spend time for myself. And as an introvert, that is very important for me because sometimes um, energy from the outside world would affect my state of well-being. So that's why I do that. And I have seen people who don't, turn off their notifications for their apps, which I wonder why. (laughs) Personally, because I have been doing that since probably since I started having a social media account because I just don't like things urgently needing a reply right away or straight away. That's really... Yeah, I just like to take my time to reply things and really think about what I want to say. So the only things that have notifications on my phone would be like calls, obviously, messages and WhatsApp. Those are the main things that need notifications. But for the other things, I really don't feel the need to have them. Yeah, and I recommend that you really think about the notifications that you have on your phone, whether or not it is necessarily uh, needed because once your phone beeps, you lost your attention. You know, if you were working and suddenly you have notification, your focus breaks and you think about what's on your screen. So uh, yeah, I really recommend for you to check on the notifications on your phone. Um, yes, yeah, so my last tip for digital detox is to have some days where you intentionally put your phone on airplane mode or do not disturb mode and just think about yourself <laughs> and how you can take care of yourself internally and you know, you might want to do this on a day where you're at home. Um, maybe you want to have like, maybe you have like chores to do, cleaning or organizing your house. You know, that's one of the best times where you should set like a boundary with your phone because you might be distracted and end up lying 
in your bed with your phones instead. So, um, yeah, I really recommend for you to do that. So that is the end of our show today. I really hope you enjoy this reflection on the Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp outage. If you have any tips that helped you, please let me know. And if you have any of your tips that helped you, which I haven't mentioned, and maybe you know that it would help me, please let me know too. So if anyone would like to contact me, feel free to email aizalarina at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my Instagram at arinaaiza. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You've been listening to The Arenality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.